This is exactly right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, gals, non-binary pals, welcome to a bonusode episode of. I guess I don't need to say episode after I say no. bonusode. A bonus it's built in. It's just it's a, cooked in already. A bonusode of bananas. Ba 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 ba. Bonusode. That's Kurt Brown all over there. That's Scotty Landis over there. We're hanging. We're doing the bonusode extra episodes for our beautiful bananas. You know what this is. You yeah. you send in your advice. Well, I guess you're sending questions, and we give you bananas advice. We are not qualified to give anybody advice on anything, so it's bananas advice. It's bananas advice. I'm on steroids right now, cool. so I'm feeling a little loopy. That's I, fine. I have a weird uh, a sore throat that went on for close to two weeks, and I had to go in, and uh, it's just from, like, got an infection in my throat from... Be from allergies, I guess. From being so cool, yeah. And they said, yeah, it was from being too cool. Yeah, that and happens. Uh, and so now I'm on steroids, and they work. <laughs> that's interesting. I yeah, that's crazy. But you went camping. Did you? Were you able to like enjoy the experience? Were you on steroids out in the woods, just ripping trees in half? I was not on steroids out in the woods. Damn. Um, I that's it was like there was one full day where like I couldn't. Anywhere near the campfire, like, just irritated my throat. So I've had a bummer. sore throat for so long. And it was just, it, yeah, it was a real bummer. But um, bummer. I took care of it, and I'm on the mend. Okay. And I'm feeling good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I feel uh, totally relaxed and ready. I'm going to go, and it's funny because the strike ended, but not for the actors yet. I know. But and then they just walked all- away from the table. I know it's crazy, but I'm gonna so I'm gonna go pick it with them tomorrow and just see if I run into anybody at Paramount, and that's always enjoyable. And it's it's the same like ten celebrities there every time. Uh-huh. I don't say hey to any of them, but they all seem like they're having a real nice time schmoozing. So I'm good. <laughs> nice. I'm already I'm working. I'm back to work. I'm typing. I'm having fun. Great. That's awesome. Yeah, I know it's really crazy. I was like, now it here it is. Everything's due. <laughs> I have like three pitches tomorrow, and I'm like, oh, it's been seven months since I've pitched, so I've got to shake the rust off. <laughs> I'm ready to rumble. I'm really excited. I do feel like it was a summer vacation. Yeah. I feel like we were in fifth grade, and I felt that feeling when September was coming around and we were still striking. It's like, it's like going back to school. Yeah, right? It's been a long time. It has been a long time. Um. All right, well, th- basically the way this works is you guys ca- mm-hmm. go to our Instagram, mm-hmm. the Bananas mm-hmm. Podcast on Gmail, I mean on in- Instagram, and leave us voice messages asking your question. Here's one. 
And uh, right off the bat, we're going to start off. Let's fire them up. I love hearing from the Bananimals. Hey, Banana Boys. Um, so for years, my husband and I have been planning to move to Colorado from the East Coast. Cool. We've been saving up for years so that when we get there, we have a nice emergency fund to fall back on. Um, but we've already pushed this plan back for years. Um, so we decided this upcoming year had to be the year. Um, I started my job in 2019, and since COVID started, I have worked from home, which is great because I had a baby during COVID, so I'm able to stay home with her Beautiful. but keep earning a paycheck. Um, mm-hmm. For years, whenever my boss heard about our plan to move to Colorado, he agreed I can continue working for him in Colorado because mm-hmm. um, it's you're working remotely. It's not much different um, until last week um, when he asked if we could have a meeting. Um, and in that meeting, he told me that he changed his mind. Um, uh, so once we move to Colorado, I will no longer have a job anymore. Um, so now we are more terrified than ever to make this move. So I could really use a pep talk. A pep talk. Sorry, got cut off. I was just what? saying I could really <laughs> use a pep talk right now because I am spiraling. Bonus advice question. What do we say to friends and family who say we are making a mistake? Thank you. Great. Great question. I love this. Also, dick High stakes. by your boss. High stakes question. We're starting off right away. Yeah, I and there every article on every online publication is like it's two days a week, but it's going to be back to five days a week, and that makes no sense. It makes five, no sense. Anybody listening to this, I bet half the people listening to bonusode number whatever right now are probably sitting in a cubicle bored out of their minds just killing time (laughs) yeah you're just killing time i remember i would go into work i would do i remember i count i was like how many minutes of work do i actually do in a day and i counted it it was 10 minutes of work that i actually did for the company and everything else was my i was writing sketches yeah yeah i mean there sure there is a thing where if you are certain kind of professions, you have a problem, you turn to somebody, they help you, you do learn, everybody rises together. That's in the dream situation. But so many people just feel so unsatisfied with their job. So I guess for this one, where did she say she was from? Uh, did, the the East, Coast. East Coast. East Coast. Okay. Well, Kurt and I are also from the East Coast, if we talked about ten to 20,000 times in the last three years. And Colorado is a very beautiful state. It is an incredible place to live. It, I think it this will change is a genius your move. life. I mean, you yes. gotta do it. You, no job or no job, you gotta do it. There's no, especially if you. Here's the here's here's the one reason that you have to do it. Yep. Because if you don't, anything bad that happens from you from now on, That's you're so gonna true. think if we had moved to Colorado, this wouldn't have happened. And you can't true. let that that seep into your life it would just ruin your life yep. y- y- you have to do it now there's no choice also that seems kind of crazy that your boss would threaten to fire you if you've been working remotely I and know. you're just going to continue this is also plays into the advice of never say anything to anybody about anything just you should have just moved and kept that yeah. room you should have just made your next room look exactly like the room you currently work remotely out of and be like no I'll there uh can't come in today bit of a stomach issue and then just rapidly fly back on the red eye but colorado is so beautiful one they might have a bigfoot i don't know if you saw yes, the footage yesterday kurt but i was laughing so hard there's a- i'm on the side of that's 100% of 
Bigfoot, even though deep down I know it's not. I know it. It walks a lot like a man, and then and and its legs look a lot like a man's legs. (laughs) But it is funny. But it is funny that that man would just be walking around in a Bigfoot costume on -hmm. the side of a mountain at that specific time. Uh, that's what I can't get out of my head. So everyone, so you guys know what we're talking about. There was, it was a sighting. It was on a steam train. So it was like a, like a, a tourist steam train in Colorado. And they're just a, a hillside and there is definitively a Bigfoot. They have video of it. He's, he's just <laughs> walking along clear. and then yeah. he sees the train all of a sudden, quote unquote, and then like ducks down. But then when he ducks down, it's like he is perfectly camouflaged. It's kind of amazing. That's the most convincing part of an otherwise kind of silly video. Yeah. Um, also, there's a thing about moving. So Kurt and I are obviously say move. Yeah. Well, you should move. Yeah. It's a it's a huge decision. Everybody knows it. But everybody, I don't know anybody that's really ever regretted moving. And Mm-mm. I think um, you always have to think about. When you move to a new place, you're actually moving to that place plus all the road trippable destinations in a 360 degree. So when you go there, you are just unlocking nature that you can't get on the East Coast. Again, we're from there. You're unlocking what I think to be one of the best cities in America. Like Denver is... Great city. Awesome. Like an amazing comedy scene. I always compare it to being like a a larger, more metropolis, metropolitan Portland. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. super weird. Lots of cool stuff is going on. Uh, And then it's just like right in the middle of the most gorgeous, probably some of the most gorgeous uh, like land in all of America. Right, so you'll just be happier naturally. Naturally. It's so fun. And also everybody that thinks that your friends and family that think you're making a mistake, they're just jealous because they didn't stick their neck out and take a risk. You got to get out there. You got to go out and then you can go, hey, we're going to settle in. You're going to make new friends. It's going to be so fun. Your kid's going to grow up and probably be an Olympic alpine skier and win gold medals and make you so proud. <laughs> this is win-win. Go this to Glenwood win-win. Springs, Colorado. Glenwood Springs. Go sit in some some natural hot springs. It's where Doc Holliday died, I think. They, Doc Holliday is everywhere. There's a bar called Doc Holliday is there. <laughs> You're going to have great weekend trips, and it's going to just open your brains up to such beauty. And, uh, yeah, we support this all the way. Plus, we're definitely going to do a Bananas Live in Denver again. So, you know, you can you can punch us in the, in the stomachs very gently if, if we misguided you with this advice. Yes, 100%. But you do have to buy a ticket before that happens. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Um, here's an here's a here's a here's a, a, a less intense one. You're oh, unlocking God nature, damn. which is beautiful. Keep unlocking nature whenever possible, and also that's a pretty safe place to be in the future. Here's another one. Mm-hmm. Hello, banana boys. Um, this is one of your Melbourneian banana fans. Um, I'm looking for some advice, please. Now, my man and I have recently decided to get engaged. Uh, We're both in our early 40s. I'm a divorcee with two nearly adult kids. He's never been married. We're both giant nerds. 
neither of us have very big families or huge amounts of friends. And mm -hmm. uh, I was kind of hoping you could help us plan our wedding because it's going to be little, but uh, we want it to be fun. So love to hear some advice from you fellas about a way to just liven up a small event. Thank you. Can't wait till you come to Australia. Bye. Okay. What what a pleasant what a pleasant voice message to give. What a pleasant voice message to get. I love a Melbourneian accent. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for calling in. Uh, calling in. You know what I'm talking about. Here's my right off the bat. Here's my go to feeling about this. Getting in there. And I don't know if this exists in Australia, but okay. in America. Uh, mm -hmm. There are two separate places in America you can do this. Lake Powell or Lake mm -hmm. Havasu. Uh, Lake Havasu is a little is trashier. Lake Powell is, is, is uh, more remote. Um, mm -hmm. And basically they are desert areas. So I'm assuming yes, maybe there is one like this in Australia. They are desert areas that sure. have, uh, they put up a dam and they just flooded an entire valley. And yes. they flooded it, and it looks very dramatic. So you have these desert rock canyons descending right into water. And the Gorgeous. main pastime there is to rent houseboats. And oh, you rent yeah. a houseboat, and it's like this huge boat. You And they have, like, everything you could want. They got a hot tub. They got a water slide. Uh, they mm -hmm. got, like, three, like two, three, four-bedroom ones. Yeah. They got uh, uh, up top on the second floor... You have uh, like an area to like eat outside and everything. Yeah, kind so of a sun tanning platform. Exactly. So you and your fiance have your own houseboat. You tell everybody else who's coming, they get their own houseboat. And basically the way it works is you get a houseboat, you pilot it out, you choose a canyon, and then there's like a places to dock it in the canyon. And then you have a water ski that off the back, jet ski off the back of it or whatever like that. I understand maybe that's not your thing to go jet skiing. Um, but then all yes. the at time of the wedding, it's in the middle of the lake, and okay. then all of the houseboats come together. Stop it, Siri. Stop and then, it, Siri. <laughs> and then all of the houseboats come together. Everyone boards your houseboat. A wedding happens on the roof, and then the reception is on somebody else's houseboat. And then when you guys are ready to like just jet off to your uh to your you know nuptials, mm -hmm. uh, your to evening nuptials to try mm -hmm. intercourse for the very first time, mm -hmm. uh, you then just boat away. And leave everyone there uh, by themselves. So that's my pitch. Great. That's so very it's nice complicated. <laughs> Not really. Renting a houseboat is, is a easy. great pitch because everybody will enjoy it. And then you become a little island. You can name it Wedding Island. Yes. Um, that's great. I think I'm going to go with Kurt's advice, but then say if you want to give this small gathering, if you guys are going to say vows to each other, which I assume happens at most weddings, even, even second weddings. Yeah. Uh, write all the vows so that they're standalone and cut them into pieces of paper and put them in a bag or a hat and have all your guests shout out the individual vows for both of you so that your vows to each other are being said by the people who know you and love you. Ooh, that's pretty cool. You know, just a little vow bingo. So you go, let's hear some vows and just go around and have people dig out and say them. And if you want them to be funny, make a couple of them funny. If you want to, you know, lightly roast each other, go for it. But houseboat on Wedding Island or Wedding Island houseboat with all your friends gathering, 
have some uh, Val Bingo, and then, yeah, put off into the sunset and try Intercourse for the first time. I mean, I'm so excited for you guys to try Intercourse for the first time. It's also fascinating that you have two kids and you've never tried Intercourse, so this is very exciting for you. It's different down there. It's Do you different. Think you've spent... I've never been to Australia. You've been there many times. Mm-hmm. Do you find... Um, so when you're around Australians or people from New Zealand, mm-hmm. don't you find yourself... A, trying not to mimic their accent and do australians i guess this is a question to our many wonderful australian bananas when you're around americans do you find yourself having to stop yourself from doing american accents because as soon as she started in my head i started answering it with an australian accent that would have been so bad yeah oh it's it's terrible and i especially for australian specifically it's just the no it's just nari no, <laughs> you know that's the no is yeah. so funny. No, yes. no. A, a small wedding of people you actually want there on a houseboat sounds so fun. It does, doesn't it? There look like there's reservoirs. There's Cardinia Reservoir in Melbourne. There's Lilydale Lake. That sounds charming. Sugarloaf Reservoir. That sounds like somebody's in the mood for yeah, love. Yeah, but like Melbourne isn't very deserty. They got to go north. They know where. Oh, the, you're saying you want the surrounding desert into water, and that feature. is what is so mm-hmm. intensely magical about somewhere like Lake Powell, um, because it's just these. Just it's like the moon. It's like they flooded the moon. That's what it looks yeah. like. Looks like they flooded it, the moon and you're on a fucking boat. It's amazing. And we're out of a drought. It was so low there yeah. for so long. And now there's actually water in Lake Powell. So shit, maybe we should do a, a weekend. Maybe we should rent a houseboat and hang out. It's my dream, baby. It's oh, my dream. Well, that's doable. We can make that happen. That's a very attainable <laughs> dream. Well, and uh, have a great wedding. And thanks for listening to Bananas. And we hope you two have eternal love. And yeah, enjoy the intercourse. It's going to be cool. It's going to be very cool. Here it is. Another one. Hey, banana boys. I've got an advice question for you. So my sweet and wonderful husband is very long-winded in all conversation topics, whether you have asked him a question or not. Problem is, he's super smart, so he knows a ton (laughs) about a lot. But sometimes you are ready to end that conversation. And so that is my question for advice. What is the nice or polite way to let someone know that you're ready to close or end the conversation? I don't ever want to be rude and just like shut it down. But also there are times when you're ready to be done. So I'd I'd love to know your advice on that. Thanks so much. Love the pod. Can't wait to see you guys in Houston. Hint, hint. Wow. Great question. We know people like this. Oh boy, do we ever. I mean, I might with my my wife might say that I'm a person like this who just keeps <laughs> We really know people like this. Well, we really know people like this. Well, I was like that too. When I was 13, I was a know-it-all. I wanted to talk about everything, you know. I I'd, I'd read one book and watched one documentary and and knew some stuff. So, yeah, when you're young, you like to pontificate. Yeah. Um it's a hard question. First and foremost, um, uh, here's the bananas answer. You want the bananas oh, yeah. answer? Yeah. Of course I do. There's a there's this little thing that my kids found in a bush, 
uh, in okay. Ventura. And, uh, and I mean, it's the craziest thing for them to have found. Olive just reached her hand into a bush in a parking lot and pulled out this button that just when you press it, it says no in various different ways. <laughs> That's an incredible discovery. It was an incredible discovery. I have since, I think, thrown it away because the amount that it was used was unbearable. Uh, it was just like, it was eight different ways of saying no. And it'd be like, no, I said no. And then it's just like, what are you talking about? No. And it's a very okay. funny voice. <laughs> I think you you need to ex- first off explain that to your husband that you feel this way because otherwise it's going to be rude. But I think he'll understand that sometimes you got stuff to do. So you can just hit the no button or if there's another button, there's probably another button that just goes, this is delightful, but I've got to go. <laughs> I mean, that is so funny to record. Yes. Have him record it. Have yes. him record, this was delightful, but I got to go on your phone yes. or device. And then That's you can what, play have it. the conversation. Yes, because yes, then it's him telling himself to wrap it up. <laughs> That's fun. Or it's him saying, and in conclusion. <laughs> oh, God. And punch because it really is true. If you had your phone, you always um, have it with you. You always have it with you. And like, it's funny that you said that because my first thought with this was to turn on voice to text and then just show him your phone screen of like a 5,000 word essay that he's just said to you and be like, I'm going to keep going and I'll finish this later. But I'll read this tonight. But that's even funnier if you go, babe, sometimes. You're a little long-winded, and I love you, and I love your ideas, and I love your brain, and I love that you're passionate about these ideas, but I want you to record yourself saying these three sentences into my phone, pre-written, and if I hit them, it's you telling you that the time has come, has passed, and also, like, did you see that thing online? It goes viral every once in a while, but it was like a, it was like an older dad, I think in like Wisconsin or something, and he he meets his buddies at the bar and he prints out conversation topics. He does like five bullet points that he's going to bring up with his his buddies. What? It's incredible. This this girl found or this person posted online that her dad, when he goes to meet his older you know old guy drinking buddy friends, he comes up with bullet point questions and just things to talk about. So that there's no lull in conversation. And it, then she'll post updates of like new ones. It's so funny. Wow. And it's so classic. Oh, I want to see that. I'll send it to you. It's it's just like, it's really sweet too. This older guy just being like, did you catch the game on Sunday? Charcoal versus propane. What kind of grilling do you guys like to do? <laughs> um, big sale down at you know Best Buy this weekend. And he's just breaking up because men are just want to sit, look at a TV and drink and yeah. they don't want to converse. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the opposite of that yeah. problem. Which is this a nice is, problem to have, but it is. And also, I think this is, uh, and you can always reassure yourself that you're doing the right thing because if you feel this way, people that know him less well than you feel this way times 1,000 and it is hurting him in his life. You are doing him <laughs> him a favor i know a person who does this he does not stop talking and it and at a certain point you get mad at him and i should not i should not be mad at him he is literally just doesn't have the filter he's uh, when the filters were installed about the awareness when do people want me to stop talking he just never got that filter 
but it makes me angry and it makes me not want to hang out. So if it's happening to you, it's happening to his friends and it's hurting him in his real life. That's true. So, and also just let him listen to this. Just have, play this segment for him and say, you know, just if, if you got to do this, maybe, maybe there's another club. Maybe there's an organization. Maybe this guy needs to find somebody with more shared interests that they can just go and sit and just talk about whatever yeah. nonsense they want to do. And it doesn't mean anything's wrong. Sometimes you just don't want to chat. That's very normal. Yeah. Yes, exactly. There's no insult given. But man, I, I, I also we love your, your idea. Pain. I also love your idea of the of just put voice to text on and just be like, I'll read this later. I'll read this later. You keep going, babe. I'm gonna go get the dishes going. You you keep going, and I'm gonna read my phone later. And I can't wait to hear but, where this goes. But uh, but honestly, having your own voice tell you, and in conclusion, all of a it's sudden, so it's so funny. It will th- there'll be laughter, and you'll be like, oh, okay, you're right. I, I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a gentle way to yes. tell somebody to shut the fuck up, which is good. This is Kaylee, day one murder banana. Cool. Uh, my husband and I were the very awkward couple that brought our dog to the uh, first splitting in the city. What up, Nate? Um, so I wanted to get a little advice <laughs> on whether or not I should keep playing roller derby. And there is a little backstory, so let me tell you about it. Okay. Um, my older sister always wanted to learn to play roller derby, and she found a team based out of Orange County that would like host a skate camp where they teach you how to skate, how to play, the rules, you know, how to take contact, everything. I had zero interest, but I wanted to spend time with my sister and I wanted to kind of learn how to roller skate. So Mm -hmm. we went together and I totally fell in love with the sport. I totally fell in love with the team. Everybody on the team is so amazing. Like they're all women in STEM. They're super smart. They're very funny. It's just a really amazing community. And, um, my sister kind of lost a little interest and doesn't skate anymore, but um, I have been skating with them since April of 2022. I'm just closing out my first season and, um, you know, have, have really, really been enjoying it. The problem is I live in Long Beach and I drive an hour down to practice Every time we have practice, it's, I go twice a week. Mm-hmm. So it's an hour down there. It's two hours for practice. It's an hour back. And mm-hmm. um, it ends up being, you know, a four-hour commitment twice a week. Uh, my husband kind of would never say it, but I, I think that he feels like it's a lot of time that I'm spending with this. And he's, <laughs> he's very, very supportive. But um, I, I just... I don't know. I, I feel very guilty uh, because of how much time away from the house that I'm spending doing this. And um, so that's her question. Um, there's another full minute, but I, I think we okay. have the idea, yeah. right? Yes. Um, great question. I Yeah. Four hours every two, twice a week is a lot. Um and I and I understand that I, I would say as someone who goes surfing, which takes 
minimum four hours, minimum four hours. And I love it so much. I, honestly, yeah. I don't go twice a week. Um, but that's only because I have kids. If I didn't have kids, I would totally go twice a week. Of course you um, would. And I know the guilt. I know that guilt. However, the other answer is, uh, if you stop doing things that you truly, truly love, you simply stop being a good partner. Like you, you're 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 more uh, testy. You're more antsy. Sure. If you're stopping something you really love just because it takes up too much time, my say with the, you would just go the other direction. Still do what you love, but then also be like, all right, like on the weekends. Like, we're just doing what you want to do. You're like, L- what do you want to do? Like, let's do some like like time together that's meaningful and not just bullshit time after work where we just watch TV. You know, that's I, the time that's that I'm gone. Very it's good. Bullshit TV time. Like, now let's you and I make sure that we have quality time together. But, I mean, that's just actually great advice. <laughs> what you just gave is very good advice. <laughs> You're trying to save this couple and I love that. It's interesting, too, because since she started to bond with her sister and then her sister's losing interest, is there something closer that you two can get into together that is right. equally thrilling? To me, it's like, is there a skydiving club nearby? Is there... But also, uh, is there... Long Beach seems like it is... There's a roller derby team on every corner. Like, Long Beach <laughs> yeah. seems like it's roller derby yeah, central. It's mostly, it's mostly roller derbies. People <laughs> that are mostly doing roller derbies. That's... I mean, I've been to Long Beach, you know? Like, Me there's... Not, there's it, it definitely seems like roller derby country, so... I was there, I think it was the night after you did your gondola comedy show. Yeah. I went out with Courtney uh, Peroso and Natalie Palomides, I think were, yeah, Natalie performed and Courtney came down. And we went to some, that local bar down there that's like, I don't know. what It's the one with dollar bills everywhere, like every surfy beach bar. Uh-huh. But that was the night they were like, the bartender was like, do you do shots? And I was like, sure. Why? And she's like, there's a new company, and it's from here, and it's called Screwball, and it's peanut butter flavored whiskey. Do you want to try it? And I was like, yeah, that sounds really bad, but of course I want to try that. And and to anybody who's never had this, it tastes like peanut butter, which Uh is crazy. And I think it is from Long Beach. And that makes perfect sense because what alcohol goes better with everybody roller derbying all the time or occasionally gondoliering down some <laughs> weird canal than screwball peanut butter whiskey? We got to get a sponsorship. Uh, my advice to you is, well, one, I, I'm the worst person to ask this question to mm-hmm. because four hours of solitude every two days seems like the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. I'm like, you could leave... If somebody... I mean, in any situation, if it's like, hey, I'm going to be gone for eight hours this week, do whatever you want. I'd be like, alleluia. This is paradise. Yeah. It's nice. Um, Time apart makes the heart grow fonder. Does it ever? Um, I think you should do this. I'm also going to give not that bananas of advice. Okay. I'm going to give real advice. I say do it for one more year and that's it. I say tell him, hey. I know my sister's losing interest. I know it's a pain in the butt. I'm going to do one more season, and then I'm just going to give it everything I got, and that'll be good for me, and then move on and find a new interest that's maybe, I don't know, an hour drive away. That would be my advice. (laughs) Squeeze it, because then at the end of that second season, if you're like, but I love it, then you have a different conversation. Exactly. 
right? If it's become such a part of your life, then then it's like but, a different conversation. But putting a ticking clock on it will make you appreciate it more. It'll make you. It'll make it seem like there's an end for everybody, mm-hmm. and I think that's good. Putting a ticking clock on things is excellent. This is a. Uh, here's another and, one. And drink some screwball with your husband. Do that's, some screwball yeah, shots. Screwball. Screw around a little. Hey guys, this is Dom. I have a quick question or ask for advice. Um, I joined a team, a new workplace, and the team is entirely remote, and we're trying to put together some ideas for team bonding. Um, The parameters are they could be online and totally remote in the bonding. It could also be that maybe we travel somewhere. Um, It's kind of all over the place. Most of the team is in California or Seattle. One person is in North Carolina. And I'm trying to come up with some ideas beyond sort of standard, like, let's do icebreakers or play a video game online. Uh, Do you guys have any suggestions about what I could throw to the team? Oh, I mean, I got an idea, but Scotty, you want to go first? Well, during lockdown, during the Great Quar, I went online and bought the dumbest vintage um, uh, p- puzzles I could find, but not hard ones, like two, like New Kids on the Block puzzle, or a Hall Notes one that was incredible, or I found a Bud Light can that was like a 100-piece puzzle, and I would finish it and sign the back and then take it apart and box it them up and mail them to my friends. And so my college buddies and I would just mail them to each other and everybody would finish them and sign them and then move it on to the next guy. And it was it was so simple. And it was but I mean, we were truly going nowhere and I was alone at the time. But it was fun when you would get the package and you didn't know which one was coming back to you, you'd like put it together and do it. That is so standard and easy. I wonder if you could take some sort of meaningful team photo whatever and turn it into a kick-ass puzzle that you send around to everybody and then on top of that everybody meets in the middle of the country and and parties hard but that's what i'm always going to say about everything (laughs) yeah new orleans yeah meet in new orleans and go really hard here's my pitch Mm -hmm. everybody's in most people are in california one person's in seattle one person on the east coast that East Coast person's going to have to fly out no matter what. So Yeah, no matter what. Everybody flies to a convenient place in California. Let's say it's Los Angeles. People live near Los Angeles. Sure. The guy from Seattle comes down. You board the, the West Coast Amtrak. Sure. Oh, oh, the overnighter that goes up to Seattle. Great so you idea. take a three-day trip all together on the same train wow. up to three Seattle. Days. Wow. Yes. Yeah. It's a weekend, right? Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. get on it on a Friday. You get off in Seattle on a Sunday. Everybody flies home, except for the Seattle person who just stays in Seattle. So you, A, you got bunks, you got people bunking in different rooms, right? And then you, everybody's having meals together. Uh, that sounds pretty fun. Yeah. There, there also can be like meeting rooms as well, I think, where people could get in. Depends on how big the group is as well. If it's huge, then this wouldn't work. But if it's like, I don't Plenty know. Plenty of breaks. Yeah, you, meet, you do some stuff, then you get to go to your own section of the train, get away from each other, yes. come back together. Because then all the stuff you're doing within there, you're watching beautiful scenery or perhaps a Bigfoot walk by. That's a fun idea. Yeah, and then when it stops, you guys can get off. Uh, yeah. go see the city or do like a, like, you know, sit down and do work or something. I don't know what you do, uh, but that's <laughs> <Yeah>. my pitch. 
my buddy went uh, to a like a dinner party where they were going to play Mafia, you know, the, the game, and the person that invited him is kind of like an important person or whatever. Like, sort of, it was like a cool invite to mm-hmm. get. Right. And they, he goes, and they, they, everybody's hanging out, and it's like, all right, now it's time to play, and everybody gets assigned their roles. And he told me that he, like, was one of the killers, and um, he killed the host, like, winked at her, and that he could instantly tell that she was furious that he had killed her and that she didn't talk to him for the rest of the night <laughs> and then the next morning and he like felt the vibes but she was like trying to play it off and but was just you, so furious that she had to be like dead host? i mean it's so funny and then he but i was like so i saw him the day after this he's telling me the story i'm like well did you like text her i was like text her thanks so much we had a lovely dinner that was great always fun hanging out with everybody and he said, oh, I did that this morning. And it, she has not responded. It's been six hours. Oh. And so, yeah, he, uh, he accidentally killed somebody that was sort of the ringleader and the most important person and then has been iced out, which is so funny because game nights are supposed to be like, yay, like, let's all get together. And he just fucking blew it. The organizer got killed first. And <laughs> she was pissed. <laughs> It's so cool to me that it's like, I would, again, I would love it. Wrong person. You kill me first, I'm going to lie down on the ground and just hang out while everybody else is socializing. <laughs> Seems like a good time for a nap. So wait, if you kill people right away, then they're out of the game. They don't get to play, right? That's how it works? That's right. Oh, my God. What a... That's right. I can't what even imagine what was move. going through that person's mind that would make that choice. Right. Right, like that is like it's definitively not the person you kill. I, you, th- I think it was like fun. Like let's have fun. Like we're all in this having fun together, and it was just a big. It was a big misfire on their <laughs> part. Another thing, I we don't know how big this company or this team is, because um, if it's say, it, it sounds like it's probably less than ten people, right? right? Isn't that the feel you get? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is something great. Yeah. And it, it would take a little legwork and a little email, a little finger tapping on the emails to find out a place that nobody's been. When when I lived in New York uh, early on, around the time you and I were becoming friends, there were a group of us that had all moved there from, you know, some from Massachusetts, me up from Atlanta at the time and all that. We would do this thing where we would only go to bars that nobody in the group had ever been to in the East Village and the West Village. So you'd walk down the street and you'd go, how about this one? And they'd be like, I've been to that one. And you go, how about this one? Everybody's like, no. And no matter how dumb, no matter how strange it was, it was great. So maybe there's a small town that's really kind of fun in the United States that all of these people haven't been to that is cool, works cool with everybody traveling there. Yeah. And you all go have a new experience exploring this new town where nobody's done anything there, none of the restaurants, none of the bars, none of the museums, none of the activities, so that everybody always associates this like team bonding thing with, I don't know, Branson, Missouri, or, or yeah. wherever. Yeah, exactly. And if it has things to do at night, yeah, uh, Reno, Nevada. Has everybody been Reno. there? Apparently, Reno is really cool now. People, everybody, everybody I've been talking to is like, Reno's dope. And Derek Brown just did a show there. He's like, Reno's always been bad for me. And yeah. it was amazing. So, 
Reno is a great idea. Yeah. It's cheaper than Vegas. Close-ish to yeah. or has an airport like Reno that just find out, hey guys, here's some examples. Who hasn't been to blank? And just pick some places with some stuff going on so that everybody always associates this trip with like, you know what? I've never been. So right. I'll explore I just, a little bit on the company's dollar. I just thought about this for a moment. Is that it has to be somewhere people are psyched to go. Cause if it feels like sure. you have to do it, like make it just the the best yeah exactly like choose a um you know there is this place oh if i could remember oh durango durango colorado oh yeah i've been there yeah you've been there it's like an Mm -hmm. old wild west town right yeah yeah like durango would be great everybody you get a big lodge and then everybody's staying in like little log cabins around and then like that would be fun there's nothing to do at night but uh, eat but and drink. These folks might be old enough where they're like, hey, I'm going to text my partner and FaceTime my kids yeah. and read a book and go to sleep at 9 p.m. So yeah, my my vote would be find a location that nobody's been to and you know two nights and then just have enough stuff going on where people go, yeah, I've always wanted to go to Marfa. I've, yeah, I've always wanted to go to whatever, Saint Santa Fe. We can mm-hmm. go to Meow Wolf. It's going to be cool. Oh yeah, Meow Wolf's a great idea. Santa Fe <laughs> is really cool. Uh, at like... Um, uh, the place above uh, Eugene, Oregon's fun. Bend, Oregon's fun. Like, there's just all those like medium to smaller towns. Mm-hmm. If, if you can find a place that everybody hasn't been to, it'll at least not be like, oh, here you gotta do this shit again. That place where all Which the, ver- the all vortices feel. are in Arizona, oh, uh, Sedona. Sedona, Sedona, and then above Sedona, Sedona. is Flagstaff. Yeah, Flagstaff cool. is cool. If you did it in yeah. Flagstaff, like there's stuff to go out and see and do every night, and it's so amazing and gorgeous. Uh, and when in doubt, go to the Grand Canyon. It's 45 minutes north or whatever. Uh, but yeah, pick us. I would say pick a medium to small city that does have some stuff going on and get everybody out there for two nights and just under plan. Have a cool dinner, you know, a wine tasting. Have a trivial pursu- trivial pursuit night. Just keep it simple, but in a new place. Walla Walla, Washington. I've always wanted to go there. I've been to w- Wittachi, Washington. Sounds cool to me. It's just on the other side of the mountains. It's it Seems fun. real. Yeah. Um, well, we did it. Thank you so much, buddy. You too. And uh, Bananimals, if you've gotten this far in the episode, we are doing Door to Shore on October 21st. I think this comes out before then. That is 2023, by the way, if you're listening to this in the future. Again, Curdy B and I are walking. There's still time to donate to our GoFundMe or if you want to do your own Door to Shore. All you have to do is find a charity you like, sign up. Pick any dollar amount that you want friends and family to support. And then on the 21st, walk out of your front door of your house, apartment, townhouse, row home, shanty, shack, houseboat, whatever you got. Houseboat would be real easy. Easy. And and directly into the closest body of water where you can safely walk in fully clothed and complete your door to shore. Can't wait. Bananas. Bananas. Bananas is an Exactly Right Media production. Our producer and engineer is Katie Levine. The Catchy Bananas theme song was composed and performed by Kahan. Artwork for Bananas was designed by Travis Millard. And our benevolent overlords are the great Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. And Lisa Maggot is our full human, not a robot intern. Bananas.
Bananimals, follow Bananas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, feel free to rate and review our little show. And of course, please visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Bananas merch.